Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one here, Liverpool versus Arsenal in the first leg of the Carabao Cup. Um, this was a game that was meant to be scheduled last week where uh, it would have been Arsenal versus Liverpool in the, at the Emirates Stadium, but for COVID cases happening again, infiltrating... This time Liverpool Football Club and then meaning uh, we had to re- request and put a letter into the EFL asking for uh, an extension period to get the game redone which built up some sort of fury amongst Arsenal fans, Arsenal players, Arsenal manager for whatever reason, I don't know. Um, maybe they thought it was a conspiracy to get some rest time or they weren't, they weren't interested in playing players but... With the way the pandemic is, you you just can't predict how COVID works out. And obviously, we later found out on Sunday that the tests were false positives. But that is not the fault of um, Jurgen Klopp. As the point of a lateral flow test is to see um, if if it really is positive, then you take the PCR. The only real COVID um, case ended up being from Trent Alexander-Arnold. But everyone else had pretty much false positives, so therefore couldn't play, couldn't get involved, and the game had to be rescheduled. So ideally, we should have had the second leg happen tonight at Anfield, but this time it's just the first leg happening at Anfield. Um, Yes, and then obviously the FA Cup game on Sunday where we beat Shrewsbury 4-1, but it was like a... The lineup was some sort of roulette thing where you just see half academy players, half first team players. But yeah, Liverpool still got the job done one for one. Um, I could have done an episode on that, but um, I was away, so I couldn't even cover that one really in greater detail. But this game, the Carabao Cup, I actually want to get into because just the fact that Arsenal fans, if all over social media, just constant complaining about how they feel like they were robbed. Um, all this um, the EFL are back in Liverpool, Liverpool cheating, all that stuff. Red tear, tear. They just, it's just noise that you just gotta ignore as a Liverpool fan anyway. So that's what we were dealing with, and um, with Mane, Salah, and Cato off to Afcon. This would be the f- really the first real test. Not really Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, you could you could rest half, could rest anyone and beat Shrewsbury. Really, let's be honest, but. Um, aside like um, Arsenal, they're, they're still in kind of good form, albeit they lost to Manchester City at home, but on you could say Saka's in, arguably in the form of his life right now. And and they, yes, they still had a bit of COVID cases and injuries themselves, but Arsenal, weren't, Arsenal really got nothing to play for. Yes, they're out of the FA Cup now, so Carabao Cup is really all they got left. They know they ain't winning the Premier League, so... This is their biggest competition and, and they were sure I'm sure they would want to prove a point and it was up to Liverpool to put that to a stop and we'll get into what I saw and yeah boy we 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 will get into what I saw. Um and if you saw it as well then you would understand what I'm going about to say what I'm gonna say um in the next couple of minutes or so. So yeah, let's get into the lineup. So in goal, Alison left back Robertson, centre-backs, Van Dijk, Matip, right-back, Trenners on Arnold, midfield three, Milner, Henderson, Fabinho, up front, um, 
up front Jota, Firmino, Minamino. Yes. Um, I had to pause when I say. Usually, when I say the front three, it's always our usual front three, but um, because our boys have gone to Afcon, um, yeah, it's a makeshift front three essentially, and it's gonna practically be the next front three for the next or three games. The Arsenal game that happened tonight. Brentford and uh, Crystal Palace away. And maybe Leicester away, depending on uh, how uh, Egypt and Senegal, or even Guinea do at, uh, at the AFCON. But yeah, so first start for Alisson in the Carabao Cup competition. He's been there for four years, so that's kind of a surprising stat for me. But you'd understand why. Kelleher was getting a lot of good game time and. To be fair, if it wasn't for Keller here, we would not even be in the semi-final. So I actually feel sorry for the kid that he wasn't able to, to to start for us. Um, if anything, I would have, I would have, I wouldn't have minded if um Keller here started, but um. At the same time, you'd understand, okay, Klopp wants to actually win this competition. Yeah, at the semi-final stage, you make the most out of it, and you see what you can do. Um and then yeah, Van Dyke, Matip, Robinson, Trent. That's fair, fair enough. Start your best back four, cool. Midfield three, Henderson and Milner. Ugh. I'm sure everybody read that lineup and just thought, okay, so there's gonna be no creativity in this midfield again. And we'll get into whether I was r- right about that or wrong. Um yeah, Fabinho starting is a formality. And yeah, the three up front is obviously the best three you can come up with since the boys have gone to AFCON. So on paper, that's probably our strongest lineup without Salomone and Keita. Obviously, you got Thiago still missing. Um, Origi maybe could have started if he wasn't injured. But I would have definitely taken a risk and started at least Ox or Curtis Jones over uh, Milner. You don't need, especially at home. If it's away from home and you've got a lead to protect, you'd understand a little bit, even though Milner's at the age where he should be making cameos, not starting for us in 2022. He's a 36-year-old man. He's not as agile. He's not as physical as he used to be. He's got all the great mental attributes which he's accumulated over the years. And as you expect him to accumulate over the years, because he's been a fantastic servant and he's had, and he's played 17, 18 years at the first division football. So you would understand why that would be the case um, of him having such mental great attributes. But physically, his body can't do what Liverpool tend to do to for build-up play. But yeah, um, so let's get into the game. Let's get into what I saw. And boy, whew. so the first half, both teams, I'd say in the first 15 minute period, started off like shaky. Like, I remember just there was just balls that's not being just passed correctly in terms of just being under hit or whatever. And sometimes Arsenal, when they had the ball at their back line, they would make one, two nervy moments themselves. So. The first nervy moment I remember, I think, Gabriel making a pass back to... Um, yeah, he passes it to Ramsdale. 
Henderson closes him down. Ramsdale tries to clear the ball, but it, it comes off Henderson. Then Henderson chases um, the ball down. Ramsdale's trying to shield him away from goal. Then Henderson just kind of um, taunts Ramsdale into just kicking the ball into him. Ball goes out. Um, corner. And then the corners. Oh, Lord. The corners. <sighs> Trent could not beat first man. Robertson could not beat first man. I can't remember any successful corner in the entirety of the first half, let alone that 15-minute period. Um, yeah, corners were just absolutely a waste. Um, very rare from Trent that his delivery doesn't um, pull it. He doesn't pull something like the hat. Same with Robertson. And albeit Robertson... No, set pieces he was terrible but on the ball he was trying to find some sort of connection with Minamino and obviously with Sadio you're used to those overlapping runs the natural chemistry chemistry that Robert would have with Marnie or Trent would have with Salah this time they got to adapt to Minamino and Jota and we all know Jota on the wing is not as effective as Jota in central areas Jota in central areas his job is to mainly finish or if he's Picking up the ball, he'd just try and feed Mane or Salah as soon as possible because we know build-up play in the greatest with him. Um, and then it's the same with Minamino where you would pick up the ball, but I don't know, it's just lack of quality from him and it just seemed very stagnant. But yeah, and then again, there was another moment where Robertson crossed the ball and came off Ben White awkwardly, almost was a second on goal. Um, but then after that, Arsenal kind of absorbed pressure. <coughs> Sorry. Arsenal kind of absorbed pressure. Um, Saka testing the back lines against Robertson a little bit. Um, winning a couple free kicks and he was just the driving force of Arsenal. Just being confident with the ball and taking on Liverpool players and having a go. And he was the only one really at it. Mm. And then... Um, key moment about 20 minutes in Robertson spots an off the ball run from Jota lovely diagonal ball played onto Jota um, Jota chests the ball as he's about to bring the ball down Shaka just comes out of nowhere and just kicks him in his chest doesn't win the ball takes him out cleanly um, it's, a, it's a straight red card this is just pretty much formality Mike Oliver gets the red card out and yeah Shaka will miss the second leg next week. You'll miss the NLD, all that stuff. So then it was 10 v 11. Uh, Trent takes the free kick, hits the ball, and then he tries to get the rebound. It makes nothing of it. Then Arsenal make a couple substitutions. And then essentially it's a 5-3-1 formation. And now you're asking Liverpool for the remainder of that 25 minutes to break down a low block. <laughs> break down a low block with Milner and Henderson. So, how do you think this one went? Milner, Milner, every time Milner picks up the ball, his first idea in his head, play the safe pass. Henderson, when he picks up the ball, let me just hoof it. Let me not find anyone. And this was very frustrating to deal with. And just nobody could just get any sort of rhythm going. I remember Firmino. Firmino, every time he picked up the ball, he tried to force one-twos. But every time he tried to do the twos part of the one-two, 
it was just getting intercepted or the passes on the hit. And this was just a reoccurring theme for the remainder of the 20 minutes. Um, it, was, it was very frustrating just not hitting, not even having a goal. It's like everybody's scared to shoot. It's essentially up to Matip to carry the ball out from the fence, dribble past a couple defenders and then pass the ball wide. And he had to do this at least three times. It was almost getting to the point where when Matip had the ball outside the box, the Anfield crowd was shouting, shoot, to Joel Matip. Shoot. Um, Joel, Matip should, Joel Matip should not be in a position where you were demanding him to shoot. This should be Jota Minamino, Firmino's idea, to clean up, to... to, to, to to get good service in, and then obviously test uh, Ramsdale, but then they were not doing that to any capacity. You had Matip having to defend, clean up all the defensive situations better than Van Dijk in that first half, by the way, and it was the onus on him to create something. You're actually you're asking Matip to do practically carry this Liverpool team, and that's what he was doing in the first half. Um, and yeah, and Arsenal just held their ground well. And then yeah, that was the first half, first half, nil-nil. And then everybody said Milner has to come off. Milner has to come off. Get Curtis Jones on immediately. They got 10 men. Our midfield ain't adventurous enough. Go out of there and do it again. Go out there and make the instant stop. But at the start of the second half, it was the exact same team at the first half. First 15 minutes, again, the same thing from Liverpool where... Just lack of ideas. I've never seen Liverpool look so boring. It's almost as if playing against 10 men somehow made us... It, some No, not even somehow. It did make us worse. It made us more complacent. We just... Nobody had confidence to try and shoot with the ball. Uh, again, Trent's passing became progressively worse. Um, Minamino hiding... Jota, I can't even remember him servicing anyone. Um, I know you're playing out out of position slightly, but at least be of service. Be of service to someone, you know what I mean? Uh, Minamino, just not good enough. And then you're just thinking... You're just thinking, where's the goal going to come from? Because me personally, I couldn't see it. And Arsenal then started to grow into the game. After 60 minutes, obviously, we, we we used our brain. We took Milner off. We brought Curtis Jones on. Curtis Jones had a little bit of drive. Uh, anytime he picked up the ball in certain positions, he'd be trying to take on the defender, create some sort of opening immediately. Um, but... Then, it would just come to no avail. Or then there was a time where somebody played the ball to Henderson just outside the 18-yard box. All he had to do was just shoot first time. Just shoot first time. But for some reason, Henderson decides, let me flick it up first and shoot. And then the outcome of that was the ball goes over the target. And then this was... And then Anfield Club began to lose faith. Klopp didn't know what to do. Uh, Klopp doesn't know what to change he's looking at his bench and it's just a lot of uh, novice teenagers and then I'm thinking Kay Gordon is there take a risk bring him on he scored against Shrewsbury we need somebody that can emulate what Mane and Salah can do what a time to bring on a young player and make sure that uh, he, can, he that he can offer something different because Liverpool were lacking ideas and then Oxlade-Chamberlain comes on I can't remember who came off um, 
And then Gomez comes on and, 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 and somebody else came on. Nico Williams came on. Then Trent comes off. Matip comes off. Um, I actually can't remember who else came off, you know. Maybe it was Fabinho. I don't know. I don't think it was Fabinho. Maybe Firmino, actually. But, yeah, we made those subs. But then Arsenal still, again, growing confidence. And then Liverpool get progressively worse. And then... It became semi-eighth minute and I was just thinking this is the worst home performance I've seen at Anfield this season. By far none. Not a shot on target. 70 minutes gone against 10 men Arsenal. Against a depleted Arsenal team. And you're playing that pathetically. That is such... I've, the level of abysmal was crazy. It was almost like I was watching a repeat of January last year. Where the the powers began to get zapped out of this Liverpool team, and then for some reason they lose six home games in a row, and it was just and Arsenal fans were growing in confidence. They were singing louder than the Anfield crowd, cause they believed they saw their team fighting, putting in the effort just to stop us playing, and it was working. They outfought us. They made sure that they we couldn't get anything going. Um, and then eighty seventh minute, um. I can't even remember. A cross happens. Ramsdale tries to clear it, but he's out of position. Ball falls to Minamino. It's bouncing. All Minamino has to do is not lean back as he's shooting and the ball goes in. Just literally maybe hit it into the ground. Just don't lean back. But he, I think when he saw this opportunity, he just hit it and then just didn't think about the technique. Ball goes about 30 yards over the goal and I'm just thinking, oh my God, this guy's just missed an open goal. We could have had it. We could have come clutch here, even though it would have been a pathetic 1-0 win. But um, he misses an open goal and I will have to be completely honest with Takumi Minamino. And this is not just because of that open goal miss, just his career in general. He is not good enough for Liverpool. He's, Takumi Minamino is not good enough for Liverpool Football Club. The only risk was the six million that Liverpool Football Club paid for him, and it, it's it's not worked out. It, the idea for him was to do, the idea for Minamino was to do what Jota is doing with the front three, was to eventually put pressure on the front three to the point where Mane and Salah fighting for their positions. But only Jota was capable of doing that with the Firmino situation. And that's why he gets starts. But even Jota today was shocking. Jota again, zero build-up play. Um, I don't know what he offers if he doesn't shoot. And the fact that we never had a shot on target, he was completely forgettable. Minamino, um, Min, Firmino, completely anonymous. I know you're false nine, but my God, if you see everybody else not shooting... It, do something, it would do, make some adventurous decisions here. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Milner, Dinosaur, I'm at the stage where with him, where uh, he just has to only make cameos. He cannot start any more Liverpool games in 2022. I don't care. Play the academy kids ahead of Milner if you have to. Let Milner only come on for the cameos. That's what Man City doing, Fernandinho. Do you see if do you see Man City start Fernandinho in twenty twenty two? No, because they understand he's an old man, he can't do what he used to do. But for some reason Jurgen Klopp and his bondage with loyalty is making these silly decisions and Henderson's regression, oh my god. Ugh. Another hoofball nonsense performance from Henderson. 
ever since he signed this contract, he is is very, is very. Uh, I I cannot explain why Henderson has regressed, like this. Since signing the contract, because it's not like he's playing for money. It just might be a fact of uh, injuries and playing has reared into has caused wear and tear on the body and he can't do he can't perform at the levels where he used to two years ago. Um so yeah and then pff, Nico Williams he came on he kind of had showed some urgency. Joe Gomez did the right try showed some urgency keeping his ticking but Arsenal looked comfortable after that uh, after that period we were just never threatening and then that was it. And end of the first leg ends zero zero, which to me is a defeat. It's that that that's a defeat right there. That performance was literally the worst home performance of the season. No exaggeration, no exaggeration at all. I've never seen Liverpool perform so bad since last year like that, and it's, it gave me instant PTSD. And this is I can't use the Van Dyke excuse anymore. This time, and some people saying Afcon, we should not need Salah or Mane to get a shot. That it takes ninety minutes to finally get a shot on target, and it came from Curtis Jones, who ironically, if he had started, we would have got more shots on target. But why would you play Henderson and Milner at home to Arsenal? That it's not needed. You know, there's you don't need that midfield balance there. It's just oh so obvious. Yet Jurgen Klopp decides to up with it. And every time Henderson Milner start a game, I don't remember us winning. I think somebody posted Premier League panel on Twitter. I think we've only won twice in the years that Henderson and Milner have started together um, at home, I think. It, that is a shocking record, honestly. The, the, we have to do something about this. But obviously we won't. When a January window... Where if you saw that performance, if I'm Mohamed Salah, I'm 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 charging six hundred k a week. I can see how badly you need me, and you don't want to pay my wage. Cool. You see what I can do for for Liverpool when when I'm around. Now you've seen how they perform when I'm not around, and even um. He said Imani could even make a case. He said Imani's regressed, but even him tonight would have done something to this Arsenal team. And this is the state of Liverpool. When you've made yourself so reliant on two wingers that you, you so, I, I, without them, you look lost out of ideas, no identity. It's, it's, this is very, it's very worrying. Um, you've got a transfer window to sort it out. You know, you're, we know you're not going to do it. You've had the summer window and you knew AFCON was about to happen. And who's surprised? Who's surprised? Once again, Jurgen Klopp is not beating the January record allegations where he performs well in January. Other than the year that we won the Premier League, every other year in January, Jurgen Klopp's had a shocking, he's had a shocking uh, January fixture. And it's showing once again, this is embarrassing. That result tonight was so embarrassing. Ten men, Arsenal. Ten men. You would have, if you watched that second half, you would never thought that Shaka got sent off. You'd be confused. You would have thought that someone was sent off here. There was time where Arsenal nearly had a moment and scored with Shaka when the ball crossed in, but Alisson did well and palmed it away. 
But the only player that can hold their head up today is Matip and maybe Allison. Maybe Allison. Um everyone else, I don't wanna hear it. That was uh, so abysmal. And this is and this and if you think Liverpool gonna catch Manchester City, you're 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 hilarious. Our best hope is to fluke a UCL win. But even then, I don't trust because you've got to rely on the fitness of Thiago Alcantara, who we don't know the status of his hip injury, um, or what it is, or whether he needs an operation. At this stage, you just can't rely on Thiago anymore, which means that you're going to have to get a midfielder in. Or maybe it's the case of waiting for Harvey Elliott to return since we don't invest and see if Harvey Elliott can reignite something in this lacklustre Liverpool team. But yeah, Liverpool have it all to do in the second leg uh, at the Emirates next week. So, a bit depressing. Next game is Brentford at home uh, on Sunday. I don't have any of... <laughs> I don't know how that, that, that... That Brentford game could easily go how it went tonight if we play like that again um, I know one thing for sure Jurgen Klopp cannot start James Milner again we have to start that game with Ox or or Curtis Jones that that Hendo Milner midfield that has to die out this season but yeah alright um, that's pretty much the episode uh, in terms of AFCON news Egypt's lost their opening game. Senegal won their opening game. Guinea won their opening game. So, how it is so far, it looks like Mo Salah could be returning home only. Depending on how Egypt do on Saturday. Uh, I'm pretty sure Senegal will be in the knockout phases. And Guinea, it could be 50-50. I'm not quite sure how that one will end up. But yeah, whatever happens next week, we know they ain't going to be there. So we can forget about that. Um, I'm not even sure if Thiago, Thiago won't be back next week. I very much doubt that. Origi though, maybe. But I don't know. I don't know. It just, it's definitely advantage Arsenal in that League Cup right now. We have it all to do. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to LSU Reactions. Like, share, subscribe. And yeah, tune in next time. Um... I'll give post-match analysis on Sunday. Cheers.